0: Straight to your phone, free every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You are not about everything to everyone. Stay all Free day. Day. Cool. is exceptional. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself. Yes, even you to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day. And welcome to the show. And today's topic is establishing your culture, specifically in the business realm. And this is actually going to be part one of a two-part series because tomorrow we're going to talk about establishing your culture when it comes to yourself personally. Now, I talked about your personal and professional culture. Actually, before I get to that, let me tell everybody real quick. I have a daily motivation text message or weekly or whenever I send it out. Motivation text that I send out on a regular basis consistently to everyone who's in my text community. If you would like to receive this message, that is guaranteed to do the following three things. It's going to keep you focused. It's going to keep you sharp and it's going to keep you on point. If you want a message that does that, and I think you would, then I would suggest that you send a text message to me right now at the same number that I'll be texting you from. Here's the number 305-384-6894. And every time I send out that message, it will go straight to your phone because you are in my text community. That's the only reason you're going to get it because you're in my text community. So text me now to get in again, 305-384-6894. Now, this topic, this is something that I actually talked about back in episode 1986 about your personal and professional culture, because all of us have a culture as an individual. And the thing is, we need to get conscious and intentional about our culture and not allow it to just exist by default, which is what a lot of people do. Unfortunately, they allow their culture to exist by default. I'm suggesting that you have a culture that is there on purpose. Okay, that's the Point that I'm getting to here today. So give you the definition of this word culture. It is the customs, the arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group. The most important word that I'm focusing on as far as this definition goes is the customs. The customs of a particular group. So if you want to establish a business culture, that means you got to establish what are the customs in your business. That's what we're going to dive into today for business and tomorrow for personally. Is how you actually build this into your business and tomorrow, again, for your personal life. Point number one, topic again, establishing your culture when it comes to business. Number one, why does your business exist? This is not a rhetorical question. Why does your business exist? We talked about this in episode 2162. What is your reason for existing? You need to know what that reason for existence is relative to the marketplace. And the culture of your business should be built around this answer. When you know why your business exists, the culture of your business should be built around living out that reason for existence. This should affect not only your customers and clients, the people who are served by your business, but it also, and these are the people who give you money, right? But it should also infect your staff and the esprit de corps, so to speak, of your team. They should know. What the reason for existence is of your company? They should know exactly what it is. If I walked into your business as a secret shopper and I stopped the maintenance guy or the person working the register or somebody walking the sales floor and I asked them, "Hey, what's the reason that this business exists? What does this business actually do? Or what do you do in the marketplace that's not being done anywhere else? Why does the marketplace need this company, even if they just work there? They're just an hourly employee. They should have an answer to this question. They should know. If they don't know, then..." Maybe because it hasn't been told to them, maybe it's not being emphasized enough. And if they don't know, then that means they're probably just there for the job. And that's not good for you, business owner. That's not good for you, check writer. So this should affect not only your customers and clients, but also the people who are serving your customers or clients. But it's not always you. If you have anybody working for you, these other people are engaging with your customers or clients. They need to know the reason why you exist. They should know what your business is there for. Have you ever been inside a high-end fashion store? Anyone listening? You ever shopped at a Gucci or a Louis Vuitton or Tom Ford or Prada or Christian Louis Have you ever been inside one of their stores? Or even if you go into, you know, they have a little section inside of a department store, just a section that's just for their stuff. If you have ever been inside one of these stores, you can tell by the energy of the staff and the decor of the store that these companies know exactly why they exist in the marketplace. They know exactly what they're there to do. All right. And there ain't no doubt about it. They are not just there randomly hoping that certain things happen. If you're the owner or the boss of your business situation, whatever it is, you need to take time to get intentional about what this reason for existence is. And everybody on your team needs to know what it is. And your clients and customers should feel what it is. When you walk into one of these high-end shops, like down here in Miami, there's an area of town called the Design District, which is becoming more and more popular. And in the Design District, there are all of these shops, all these places that I just mentioned, all these high-end fashion stores, they all have locations in this area called the Design District. And when you walk into one of these places, even before you walk in, the way that they have the place set up, it's already signaling to you exactly what they're about and exactly who they're trying to attract and exactly you know, how things are going to go. All right, You know almost before you walk in, how much this stuff costs in these places, just by the way that they present themselves from the outside, before you even walk in the store, just looking through the glass window, you can tell. Just looking at the security guard standing out front, you can tell. Looking at the people working in the store, you can tell. By the way that the items are arranged, you can tell. Can you not? I mean, think about it. That's the way they set it up. They set it up like that on purpose to let you know who they are and who they're not. You need to do the exact same thing with your business and the way that you are presenting yourself in the marketplace because people are reading this on you even when they don't know they're reading it on you. This is all the nonverbal communication, folks. And when I tell you that most communication is nonverbal, this is one of the ways that it's proven. Next time you see a high-end fashion store or a high-end anything in whatever industry, go inside of it and just feel the energy and the way that they present themselves, the products, the people, everything, the arrangements, and just notice. Like, Can you tell that this is a high end place just by the way that everything's arranged without even looking at a price tag? Of course you can, because they do it on purpose. That's how they got high end, and that's why they stay high end, because they know exactly what their culture is. Now, and conversely, if you were to walk into a low end place, if you were to walk into Walmart, can you tell when you walk into Walmart what kind of place it is? By the people who are in there, the customers, by the workers. I'm not even saying the quality of the people, but the way they present themselves when they're working there. What kind of uniforms does Walmart? have their employees wearing versus what does the Gucci store have their employees wearing? Is there a difference? How does Walmart arrange the products and services that you buy off the shelves? How does the Gucci store or Christian Louboutin arrange their products and services inside the store? Is there a difference? Is there a difference in price? Is there a difference in the type of people that they attract? Is there a difference in exclusivity? How often do things sell out at Walmart versus how often they sell out at the Christian Louboutin or Time Ford? Do you think any of this is done on purpose or does it happen by accident? Point number two, we are talking establishing your culture for business. On this note, when you talk about establishing your business's culture, and by the way, those of you who don't have a "quote unquote" business, so you don't have a team, it's just you, are you're still a business. So if you thought that I wasn't talking about you, I am talking about you. This applies to everyone. Okay, so if you have ever done anything for which you were paid, you're in business. Your business might not be flowing too great right now, but you are still in business. Okay. So this is for everybody. By the way, I should have said that at the top of the episode. So the question is, when it comes to your culture, what is acceptable and what's not acceptable? See, you work at the Christian Louboutin store. You can't come to work dressed like somebody who works at Walmart. They won't let you onto the sales floor. Like, yo, you got to go and change your clothes. Like You can't work here looking like that. That's not acceptable here. And they tell you straight up. Now, you could come to Walmart dressed like you work at the Christian Louboutin store. They probably tell you. They probably warn you, like, "Yo, you probably don't want to wear those kind of clothes here because they're going to get all dusty and scuffed up during your work shift, doing what we're going to have you doing working here." All right. So, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable? What is your business about? What's your business not about? You know what you're not about, folks. All right. You are not about everything to everyone. This is one of the biggest challenges that whenever I work with entrepreneurs, especially people who are just establishing their business, one of the biggest challenges is: All right, you can't be about everything. <laughs> all right, you can't be for everybody. All right. Who are you for? Or who are you not for? Now, sometimes it's going to take a little bit of time for you to figure out who you want to be about, and who you don't want to be about, who you would like to attract, and who you want to reject. Here in this world, on this show, I've said plenty of things that will clearly reject certain types of people. I can even tell you off the top of my head. Anybody here who has the mentality of a victim, all right, this ain't the place for you. Don't come over here because right, I will clown you. I will embarrass you. I'll humiliate you. And then I'll kick you out. And then I'll make an episode talking about you all right, without maybe mentioning your name. Maybe. All right, that's the world that I've established here. I don't deal with victims. I don't deal with people who are looking to put blame on anyone other than themselves for their circumstances, even if your circumstance was not your fault. If you're not taking ownership of your situation, you're not in the right place. I'm looking for people who want to take ownership because we can't fix anything that we don't own. All right, that's what we do over here. And anybody who's offended by that, they, this ain't for you. There was someone, I sent an email out some time ago. Well, it's in my automation. So all of you get my emails at different times, depending on when you came into my world. But I had uh, grabbed some reviews of my book, Work on Your Game. I have a book called Work on Your Game, not just the show. And I grabbed some of the reviews off of Amazon, and I you know, gave my responses to some of the reviews. And it wasn't just all five-star reviews. Like some people got me a three-star, somebody got me like a two-star or a one-star, and basically trashed my book. And I want to talk specifically about that review. So I forget the woman's name. I believe it was a female. And she left a review that said she didn't really like the book. She felt like that the tone was very accusatory and that I used the word you, Y-O-U. I used that word too often in the book. And clearly she didn't read the entire book. She said, well, one of the parts of the review, if I remember accurately, she said, well, everything that I got out of this book, I could have got out of like the first two chapters. I didn't even need to read the whole book to know what the book is about. So that's basically somebody telling you I didn't read the whole book. I read a little bit of it, heard some things that I didn't like, and I decided that I don't want to read any more of it. Let me see if I can find this review. I'm actually on Amazon right now. I'm going to find this. So she didn't leave me a one star. She left me a two star. Here it is right here. All right. So the reviewer's name is Kate Miller, and she got a free product. Now, this free product did not come from me. This came from the publisher. They sent her a free copy of my book, Work on Your Game. This is what she said. I'm reading her review directly. Okay, quote. This is one of those books where all the important information could be compiled on about three pages, but the author decides to include hundreds of rhetorical questions and useless scenarios. The word, quote, you, close quote, is used liberally, and sometimes the tone comes off as accusatory and off-putting. I did not learn anything earth-shattering from this book, and I recommend that you not waste your money and time on it, close quote. So this is Kate's review. This is a two-star review she left a my book called Work On Your Game. All right. This is actually on Amazon right now. I just read this off of Amazon. Okay. So you want to read the reviews on my book, you will see this review by Mrs. Kate Miller. Now here's what I have to say about Kate. I don't believe she was lying. I don't think she's a bot that was sent here to try to trash me and try to make me look bad. I think this is Kate's honest review of at least the three pages of my book that she actually read. And she says it right here. She said it could be compiled on about three pages But she said, I include hundreds of rhetorical questions and useless scenarios. This is her opinion, which she's entitled to. She said, I use the word you liberally, which is very funny because this is a self-help book. So if I'm trying to help somebody, then I have to use the word you because that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about you, the reader. And the tone comes off as, this is the most important striking part of this review that Kate left, is the tone comes off as accusatory and off-putting. Now, how could you, as a reader, there I am again using that word you, how could you feel accused In reading a book that was written by an author that I mean, the author doesn't know you. I wrote the book for the reader, so how could you feel accused by anything that's written in a book? How could somebody feel accused by that? I think Kate has some deeper issues that go much further than anything she could read in a book. That she probably needs a therapist, and she's got some childhood issues that have never been dealt with. That she feels accused by a book that was written by a person who doesn't even know who she is. That's just my opinion, and I'm entitled to mine as well, since it's on my show. Then my opinion wins, and. The thing is, people like Kate, who say that my rhetorical questions and useless scenarios are just not necessary, clearly she wouldn't want to listen to a show like this, right? This show that has been listened to over 2 million times just this year. I guess this show would not be for her. Let me make sure my numbers are right. Let me make sure my numbers. Just in the last 12 months, excuse me. This show that you're listening to right now has been listened to over 2.3 million times. So I guess this show is not for Kate because I include too many rhetorical questions in Useless scenarios, and that is accusatory for me to use the word you. Well, that's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. So, what should I do? Should I say me? Should I just talk about myself? Or right, would it be as interesting? All right. So, this type of person, Kate, all right, my show is not for her. My business is not for her. Work on your game is not for this type of person. And my publisher gave her a free copy of the book. So, you can do with that what you wish. The whole point is now I'm back to my material here. That was the tangent that I went off on, but it's to solidify this point. You need to be clear about who you're for and who you're not for. You need to be clear about who absolutely should not be in your world. So that what I just read to you, this person on Amazon who left me a two-star review, everything that I do is for the exact opposite type of person from her. Okay. So if you're that type of person, this ain't for you. If you're the opposite of that, all right, I'm for you. All right, you're the person who I want to be talking to. All right. If you have a hard time answering either of these questions, who you are about, who you are not about, answer the other one. And then you can use the opposite to answer the question that you couldn't answer. So for example, if I say, who do you want to be about? And you have a hard time answering that. Here's the other question. Who are you not about? And when you can answer that one now, you just use the opposite to know who you are for. So if I had trouble answering the question, who am I for? Here's what I would do. I would screenshot Kate's review off Amazon. And I would say, read this. And I'd say, okay, if you're the exact opposite of this person, you belong in my world. Everybody got what I'm saying here? So over here, work on your game. As I said, we're not about victimhood. We're not about excuses. We're not about people who feel accused when somebody used the word you. Now, I ma'am, mean, again, what are the words the person supposed to use? We're not about excuses. We're not about laziness. We don't do things randomly. We do not accept mental weakness. And the flip side of this is we're about what? Discipline, confidence, mental toughness, taking initiative, mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, and clear communication. In other words, the work on your game system. The reason that these matter is that you are laying down the principles of what your business stands for and what it does not stand for. And when you have clear principles, folks, it is much easier to make decisions. Whenever I need to make a decision for myself, whether at work or at home, the first thing I look at are my principles. Which principle does this decision apply to so I can make the decision easily? I always go to my principles first. Then I make my decision based on the principle. Moving on, point number three we are talking establishing your culture when it comes to business. Point number three if you are the person in charge in your business and many of the people who I work with, you're this person. You are the standard bearer of your organization's culture, which means the way that you show up, the way that you walk in, the way that you take care of yourself, the way that you present yourself is setting the tone for everybody else in the room. So even if and when you don't feel like it, you have to be a shining example of the culture that you want exuded in your business. This is the responsibility that comes as a package deal with power. Most people want power most people don't go looking for responsibility, but responsibility comes as a package deal with power. So, the more responsibility you take on, the more power you have, whether you know it or not. And the more power you want, the more responsibility you must assume along with it. This is a package deal. And remember, folks, that there are no perfect scenarios in life, there are only trade offs. So, one of the trade offs that come with being the boss is that you must take on all the responsibility. So, I take the responsibility of turning off people like Kate Miller, who left me that two star review. On Amazon, I take that responsibility. I'm actually happy when people like that leave me two-star reviews because it makes it clear who I'm not for. So that's why I read it out loud to you. Why would somebody like myself? I've written 33 books. I'm an author. I'm a TED speaker. Why would I read out loud somebody leaving a negative review of one of my books? Because it's a perfect example of who I do not want in my world. You need to know who you don't want in your world. And I don't care if you're an author, if you have a brick and mortar business, whatever you're doing, you could be a personal trainer. You know exactly who you don't want. Because it makes it easy for you to get clear on who you do want. And the people who you don't want, call them out. Identify them. And you can say, look, if you're this person, stay the hell away from what we got going on over here. This ain't for you. And you need to have the balls to say that out loud. Because the people who you are for will say, oh, I'm glad somebody said that out loud. Because I was thinking the same thing. I just wanted somebody to say it first. And that was you. You see where I'm going here? So you want to be that HPIC, which stands for head, person in charge. And you can swap that P out for whatever phrase you want to use to describe yourself. Whatever pronoun you want to use. All right. you want to be that person, you got to accept the trade off that you're going to piss some people off and you got to be willing to say it out loud. I talked about having balls. Let me tell you what issue that was where I talked about having some balls. That was episode number 1796. If you haven't heard that, go listen to 1796. Also, episode 2256. Let's recap today's class, which is establishing your culture when it comes to business. Listen to episode 1986, where I talked about personal and professional culture. Point number one why does your business exist? What is your reason for existence in the marketplace? The culture of your business should be built around this, so that your customers and clients experience it, and the people who work for you, it's in their spirit, it's pumping through their veins. Think about Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Christian Louboutin, Louis Vuitton, Christian Louboutin, Tom Ford, Prada. Do these places have a certain ethos, a certain energy? Can you tell what they're about even before you walk into the store? Of course you can, because they do that on purpose. It's intentional. They want you to understand. This it's a high-end place and the stuff is going to cost a lot of money, more than maybe you would spend at the local nickel and dime store and at the local Walmart, they want you to understand that. And Walmart wants you to feel a certain way too when you walk into the store. It's not just the high-end places. Everybody who's successful, they do this. Point number two, what is acceptable? What's not? What is your business about? What's your business not about? You need clear answers to these. If you have a hard time answering one question, just answer the opposite question. If you don't know who you're for, ask yourself who you're not for. Just like that review that I read. I know exactly who my business is not for. I know exactly who it is for. That's why I can attract more of the ideal people. I barely have an, a not ideal person come into my world. They don't get too far because I have enough material letting them know this is the wrong place for you. I want them to know it as quickly as possible so they can get the hell out of here. And point number three, if you're the person in charge of your business and many people I work with is this person, you're the standard bearer. Meaning the way you show up every day is a representation to everyone else how they need to show up. All right, everybody follow what I'm saying? And the trade-off is that there are no perfect scenarios in life. You just have to choose what trade-off you're willing to make. The package deal that comes with power is responsibility. So if you want power, you got to take on the responsibility of being that standard bearer. It is not always easy, but that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's why you're the boss. All that said, text me to get my motivation text message when it comes out. My number is 305 384 Nine four and go to net. All you business professionals who want to take your business to the next level, you want to get to the six figure level. You're at the six figure level when you get to the seven figure level, and you understand that you can't just hard work your way there because, by the way, you can't. Let me tell you how to do it. I'll tell you the system that I use to do it, and I'll tell you how you can get on a call with me and I can tell you how to implement it into your business. Go to net for a free 45 minute training. Training is completely free. Just go to workwhenyourgame.net, watch the entire training. If it sounds compelling to you, there's a link that's going to come up at the end of that training that tells you how to schedule a call with me. Take advantage of that, and we'll talk about what we need to talk about. Again, that's at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre, all day.